This episode is sponsored by VTech. Today's podcast, Graham and I are joined by Dave Michaels of TalkingPoints.com. We're going to discuss everything in the UC space. Dave's awesome, self-proclaimed protagonist. And uh, stick around because we're going to talk about chickens. Ed's in the cloud. With your hosts, David Portnowitz and Graham Potter. Welcome to today's episode of Heads in the Cloud. I'm David Portnowitz. I'm Graham Potter, as always. And we are excited to be here today. It is a fantastic day. It's Tuesday. I, I, I honestly <laughs> was about to say it's Wednesday. No, wrong. I, the days are, they just go, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they do. It's a blur. Yeah. When, but this actually could be released on a Wednesday. Yeah, so it could be. So could be. And could we got be a, a Wednesday. We've got a great special de- a guest. Um, <laughs> we, did, quite a, we have a great special death. Is that what yeah, desk, <laughs> guest. Guest. Yes, uh, we have Dave Michaels on yeah. later from uh, TalkingPoints.com. Dave, a What's self, his title? self-proclaimed protagonist. Protagonist. I love it. <laughs> now nah, he's a great guy. Um, if you don't follow him on Twitter, I'd recommend you follow him. He is awesome. Um, and you know, he is one of those guys where he is going to let his opinion know. So, um, check him out. If you, if you haven't got, he is at Dave Michaels or at talking points on Twitter. Um, and I follow him and he is fantastic to engage with. I would highly recommend it. Um, he has a tendency to, uh, I would say, uh, call, call things as he sees them. I would say, yeah, you know, yeah. And I think the to, nice thing about that yeah. is that, uh, you know, you, you speak your mind with things yeah. versus telling people what they really want to hear. Rosy. No, it's not. And yeah. it never can be, can yeah. it? How can it be? So, but I yeah, mean, looking forward to it. So. Yeah, and this week was interesting because we have a lot of stuff going on in the news. You've got Amazon was presenting last week. Apple was, Apple was out a week or two ago. Uh, Microsoft's big conference is this week. Dreamforce out in San Francisco is this week. So a lot this – the, this is the time of year when everyone is announcing big, big things. I saw – um, yesterday, Salesforce uh, announced that they're they're going to redesign their their mobile app to be uh, more in line with Apple, basically, so that you can use Siri in it, and it's got facial recognition, and it does note taking, and basically is built for an iPhone. Um, so you know it's you know these companies are cozying up next to each other, um, and you saw that last week with Amazon. Well, I guess they weren't really cozying up next to next to anybody, but they're cozying up next to everybody, right? Because they want to put Alexa in everything, um, from the microwave to your car to you know multiple Echo devices. Sure. And so um, they make it easier and, and more interesting for you to have multiple devices in one home. So a lot in our space that's sort of maybe not exactly core to UC, but it's in the peripheral of UC, and it's just in the way we communicate, the way we collaborate. So. A lot going on right now. You love all those gadgets as well. I, can I do. Yeah, I follow that stuff pretty pretty cool. hardcore. I, you do. I didn't get a new iPhone yet, though. I want to get an. I want to get a ten, whatever, an X. I know you're you're a you're a droid person. A I'm droider. a droid. A droider. I'm a droider. I know. Oh, we yeah. have competing oh, yeah. views on that. So yeah, we do. We do. I, I have um Apple on the desktop. I mean, so I am a hardcore Mac user now. I know yeah. I, I wasn't originally, if you remember way back when, before your time with the company I was So if you want the, me to remember way back when you won't but, but I, I was here. I was the uh <laughs> I was one of the original uh continued to be users of the of the Dell 
laptops that we ordered all those years ago and people kept on at me to get a Mac and I got so fed up with people coming in my office that I took the little Apple sticky logo that you get in most of the Apple appliances that you buy and yeah. I stuck it over the Dell label <laughs> on my uh, on my laptop and kept people at bay for quite a while because wow. they thought I'd I'd moved over to the Mac world when in fact I was still what a resourceful a P- chap you are. PC user. Yes, yeah. I am, yeah. Whatever happened to Gateway? Remember them? Yeah, I do. I remember Gateway. Yeah. They used to have those yeah. stores, big, giant stores. Mm-hmm. They put a lot of money into that. Yeah. What happened to them? Well, the thing at the time, I don't know. Did maybe uh, maybe someone or... can do some research on that. Yeah, maybe, maybe our producer can do something on that. So. You got any thoughts on Gateway? Del Bottom. Del Bottom? There you go. I thought so. Yeah. Interesting. I should have known that probably. I yeah, had a ga- like I had a, several gateway computers it was like growing a, up. Sort of a turnkey thing, wasn't it? Where they they put all this stuff together and build it up and then shipped you out. Yeah. So kind of very Dell like in in that respect, I suppose. Yeah. Dell sort of the only one that I mean, I guess IBM is there, but I mean, yeah, I guess if you want to go to it not Mac, I mean, where else are you going to go? Lenovo, I guess. Dell. Acer. HP. Acer Google. I guess Google would be the Chromebook, other the, the, the Chromebook. They'll run Android though. They're not Windows. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it's an alternative to Mac, so they're not cheap, though. You think the I mean, they make a they make some basic ones that are cheap, but they but they can get up there in price if you're looking at. And then and then obviously Microsoft the Surface is very very impressive. Actually, I mean, it's a very very useful tool. Uh, probably more useful than an iPad in a lot of situations for, from a business standpoint. Um, but you're not going to catch me on one. Unless they want to send me one, then I'd be thrilled to. Yeah, you know, oh, it's not. It's not even subtle anymore, is it? Like, we, we've moved from the bottle of wine. We should. To, we should see if we can get some. Mm. Just co- and then we'll do a review of which. Yeah, we maybe. Like better. Yeah, maybe. We, maybe we could start doing tech reviews. Yeah. On. Uh, we could know, be like uh, technology to make your life better. PC ma- PC magazine back in the day. Right? Yeah. Less yeah. used, less used Les, to work. Les knows all about that. Years. 14, 14 years. years. 14 years. Didn't think he was that old, did you? <laughs> I thought he was older than 14, so. <laughs> I assume right. that was I a stand, safe bet. I stand corrected. Acer bought Gateway. Oh, uh, there you go. Good thing we didn't put that out there. We would have gotten <laughs> yeah. a lot of emails saying we were incorrect. Oh, dear. We were, yeah, we would have been in. And our fact-checking session. trouble. Would have been bad. Ooh. <laughs> Okay. Are you ready to bring Dave on? Should we give I him a call? I think we should. I think we should try and uh, He's actually in uh, Orlando. He's nearby. We should have had but him in the studio. Li- he doesn't live down here, does he? No. He li- we'll have, let's find out where he lives. Oh, well, we'll ask, so we'll him, ask yeah. him. Yeah, put him All on All right. Spot. Call up Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Graham and I are now joined by Dave uh, from calling us in from Orlando. Welcome to uh, Dave from calling us in from Orlando. Dave is the... Uh, communications protagonist, the lead analyst at Talking Points. Thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. I can't wait to find out what we're going to talk about. (laughs) And and just for our listeners so they know, Dave, the mysterious Dave, is actually Dave Michaels. I'm assuming I pronounced that correctly. Is that correct, Dave? That is correct. Thank you very much. Well, good call, Graham. I I guess I left that out. Yeah, you did. Well, I mean, I figured everyone knows him. I think everybody recognizes the voice. Actually. I follow him on Twitter. I mean, he's a great follow. Yeah, yeah no, I, re- I recognize the voice well from many podcasts on uh, yeah. UC Strategies and BC Strategies. So, welcome, Dave. Appreciate I, you I'm taking not, us I'm on. not as, uh, you know, I, I do a lot of different things. I do videos, I do podcasts, I do blogs, but you guys are a machine. You guys just keep on putting this stuff out. Well, uh, we have a lot of fun. Cadence. 
We have a lot of fun doing it, and we've we've had some uh, some awesome people on there. Thus, thus we've managed to reach out and get you on here as well. <laughs> plug, plug. Um, but you know, it's well, been. A- I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, you've had some awesome people, but you've also had a lot of uh, posers, and I'm not, I'm not quite sure which group I'm in yet. But you know. We'll- <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why the title comes in communication Andy, protagonist yeah, i love yeah. it i love it and that that we're off to a flying start so dave what are you doing in orlando this week what's up oh i'm at the uh, microsoft ignite conference which is uh uh you know just a amazingly large and diverse conference i go i go to a lot of conferences and and the microsoft one is uh you know it's just it's li- literally heart large i don't know if you if you're familiar with the uh orlando um Convention Center, but it's yeah. like all of the Hilton, and then they've got every building of the of like you know north, south, east, west, whatever wow. of all the convention center, and it's, it's you've got these incredible long hikes between sessions. Uh, they they need to put in a, a bus or something. <laughs> well, hopefully you get to stay. Me get to walk inside because we were just commenting on how it's like still ninety three, yeah, ninety five degrees there, here. We yeah, are so. we are we aren't getting some uh, cool weather. We need we need to blast of cool weather. Not like you out there in I, Boulder. I'm not used to this humidity. I, I'm not, I, I walk outside and my glasses fog up. I'm not used to this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we have to we have to deal with it though. You know, yeah. so you know, unlike that that beautiful, I guess, mountain fresh air that you're you're used to back. Uh, Boulder, home, not so. Denver, right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we got to be very careful. Boulder, there. Colorado, and there's not a lot of humidity in Boulder. It's a very, very nice I, place to be. I can imagine. So, so why don't for our for our listeners, uh, we've got we've got your title out of the way, and I think uh, I and think your last of, name and your last name. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, David. Uh, why don't you give us a bit on the on the background, uh, Dave? Would really uh, really be good for our listeners. Well, I'm sure you've had other uh, communications protagonists on. It's a common title, but it's. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm I'm one of these people that just uh, 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 I, I I love this stuff, right? You know, I I love uh, uh, you know we used to call it a PBX, and it kind of morphed into unified communications, and it morphed into unified communications as a service, and then that's kind of expanded into you know video conferencing as a service, and this is now it's expanding into workstream collaboration services, and I I just I am just really excited about all this stuff, and I follow all the vendors very closely, all the providers very closely. Uh, and uh, uh, I've managed to somehow um, uh, form an opinion about just about everything out there, and uh, sometimes those opinions resonate, and sometimes they get in trouble. Tell us a little bit about Talking Points, the talkingpoints.com. Well, Talking Points, uh, you know, it started off as a as a as just a blog. I was I was actually not even really fully engaged. The, the original blog name was Pin Drop Soup, and um, and pin drop soup just kind of had these uh, kind of flippant opinions, and and it was, I think I think it caught on. It was the right timing. It was it was when blogs were new. It was when Twitter was new, and I was able to get a little bit of an audience pretty quickly. And uh, I was also saying stuff that was a little, you know, there's a lot of people in this industry that basically just tell you about how great things are. There's that Homer Simpson line about the about USA Today, the only newspaper that's not afraid to tell the truth, that everything's just fine. So <laughs> I, 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 I got this reputation of kind of being a little more, a little more direct sometimes. And, and, uh, Nothing wrong with that. And, 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 then, and then it turned into a full-time gig. And so I renamed it Talking Points, and I, I publish analyst reports on there. I have a subscription service. I have a lot of, a lot of uh, blog content. I put up videos pretty regularly. Uh, we do video interviews. But it's but like I said, it's not it's not at the it's not at the professional and and regular cadence of of your fine show. Well, you know we uh, 
we started out as just a low level podcast and we've actually gone nowhere i don't think <laughs> well, we got some international guests on there and what have you so we've had we've had people with strange accents and including me uh and we've also had a wide variety of uh of pets and things like that oh yes so, absolutely so we we'll get into di- that later we Graham. do diversify so dave looking at your uh um articles i i actually took a look at talking points uh this morning just for just for reference just to make sure i'm doing my job correctly and there, there was a fascinating article on there you wrote for uh, for no jitter back uh back in august uh, that was entitled an office is a terrible place to work and uh <laughs> i was actually uh, i was actually fascinated by it and i thought it was a really good read and uh a lot of uh, a lot of touch points there with people that you know do work remotely i'm i'm one of them uh, a lot of, a lot of time and there is still a very very much a stigma attached to uh to that so why don't, why don't you uh give our listeners the benefit of uh, of some of that information you put in that article which i found fascinating no oh, thanks i i i have uh you know I, I there was a time where i had a remote employee and i think about the hell we put that person through i feel really bad about it now but this was like in the 90s and, you know, back in the days when we didn't, we, we didn't even have uh, PowerPoint projectors. You know, we used uh, overhead projectors and transparencies. Yeah, I remember and, well. Yeah, and, and we had a standard speakerphone on the conference room table. And I had this one employee who, who, for various reasons, had to be living in Alaska. And he would dial in to the meeting every week. And, and it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like we assigned him there. He, you know, he, he, was, he was able to keep his job even though he moved. And so, so maybe he just kind of made it work. But, you know, he could never hear anything in the conference room. He could never see what was on the projector. He could, you know, he could never see all the gestures and expressions and all that stuff. And it was just, it was just terrible. It was just terrible. And, and, and I think about that to where we are today. And I've been in companies where, where everybody's like in the same room and they say, let's go have a meeting and they all go to the separate offices because uh, the experience on your own desktop where you have your own desk and you can control your own volume and you can see everything, you can make things bigger and you can type your notes right into your computer on one screen and look at another screen and you, know, you can do everything. It's, it's become better than being in the same room, you know? And, 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 and so that post was really about, you know, if you want to get some work done, don't go to the office. The office is all about distractions. The office is, and it's, it's full of germs and people get sick and you waste your time in the commute. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, that, it's just the actually, wrong place to be. Didn't mean to cut you off, but actually to paraphrase what you said, it's, uh, it's noisy, full of germs and sick people, uncomfortable, unsafe and inconvenient. And so, uh, <laughs> well, other than that, though, it's perfect. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And it's expensive, actually, when you think of running an office. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, they have... Go ahead. We have a limited purpose, and I, I think I think we're you know transitions are always difficult, and transitions take a while. But I think more and more, you know, when I started telling people I was working at home, people would always say, "How can you do that?" and all that stuff. And more and more, you're running into the opposite. How can you work in the office? And I, I think it's just a matter of time until it really becomes much more. And there's a there's a whole bunch of pain points in between, right? The transitions are painful, like I just said. So, so um, you know, if you want to have a good work environment at home. Then when you go look for a house, you know, you might want to talk to your realtor about what you're looking for. And they always ask you the same stupid questions. You know, how many bedrooms do you want? Well, I don't know how many bedrooms I want, but I know I want a home office. Is that a bedroom or is that a den or is that something else? I don't know. And they don't, they don't know how to deal with that yet. You know, they, they don't know how to search that way. And, and, and what we're looking for at a home office is 
is very different than than if we didn't have a home office. And so there's just all these little transitions that we're kind of going through as we as we head down this road. So I know you. I mean, it's, you'd probably you know do, do some consulting, I guess, on the side. If you're talking to companies that run into that issue, what what do you advise them, or what would you tell them about how to encourage employees to work? to work efficiently from home and how do you keep the communication regular and how do you ensure that your employees are, are doing the right thing? And, you know, there's, I guess, you know, there's companies out there that are going to struggle with that. Like you said, there's a transition. So, you know, what is it that you sort of would advise them on how, how they make that transition as smooth as possible? Well, you got to understand what the barriers are to what teleworking is. And, And there's, and there's all kinds of barriers and, and, some of it's social, and a lot of people really rely on their workplace for social purposes. Uh, some of it is because, you know, the most common thing I hear is, how do I know if you're working if I if I can't see you, which is which is really just an outdated, obsolete concept. But uh, it, it, it's funny because the person playing video games looks a lot like they're working really hard if, if you come <laughs> to their screen. Um, and and so it's it's there's we have to kind of shift our our mindset. Uh, management mindset and, and employee productivity mindset toward output as opposed to time. And that's a, that's not an easy transition for a lot of organizations, but uh, a lot of organizations, you know, we think, you know, are, are based around, we pay you for your time. We pay yeah. you for your time. And, and, and it, there's some real problems with that. Uh, uh, we've been increasing our productivity for, for decades or even centuries, but yet our workday is still the same. Yeah. What's the point? You know, but if but if you can actually get more stuff done at home, you could enjoy your time more. Yeah, it's the value you bring to the business, and you're right, the the output. And there's so many tools around now that you can use to to kind of make Gauge make more a part of a team. Yeah. You know, Slack's a good example. We use that a lot, obviously, with with some of the folks, and uh, and, and I see a lot of value in in that. But but there is still that stigma attached to it, and Dave's absolutely right. You know, people do associate it merely with time and not with uh, not with your output. Absolutely, your I think as long as you are able to stay in contact and you're able to produce the, you know, if you're if you're asked to get stuff done and you get it done, what's the difference yeah, where you do is. it? I mean, yeah. like what? Well, well, your your point there about staying in contact—that's the key issue. And and it used to be, you know, just that telephone was all you had, or or you had email. But, you know, the way we collaborate and communicate is really changing. And then the quality, you know, services like yours and, and other UCAS services, are, you know, they're, they're wide band now. And, and you can have much higher quality and you, uh, you, could, you can have much more effective remote communications than you could before. And so uh, it's, changed, it's changed the rules. So you mentioned at the top that you're at Microsoft Ignite. What's the um, what's the vibe there? Yeah, what's what the uh, buzz? What's yeah, the what, buzz? what what is everyone talking about? Is it Teams? Is it something else? What's going on? Well, you know, it's one of those you know the what is it the three blind men in the elephant. Microsoft is such a such a big corporation that you know three different people going to Ignite would have a totally different experience. At Absolutely. And so, yeah, there's, there's, you know, the themes of the event are, you know, cloud, 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 cloud. It's a lot of stuff around Azure, a lot of stuff around AI. You know, I'm, I'm here primarily looking at things like, like Teams and, and uh, uh, Skype, for, Skype for Business and um, their, their conferencing story and stuff like that. But, but everybody's having a very different conference here. It's, a, it's, I, 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 it's unbelievable how diverse the, the. Uh, the story is of Microsoft. It's just a big company. Are they 
are they think are they keeping um, Skype for Business around? Are they rolling it into teams? What's what's the plan there? Have you, do you have any uh, foresight on that? Uh, well, I could only tell you the uh, party line, which is. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I mean they're pretty aggressive about it. They basically say the cloud is the future. Yeah, you know, that'll, I'm sure that'll be a shock to you guys. Um, <laughs> and um, the cloud is the future, and Teams is their future cloud communication solution. Um, and, and they're building that out. Uh, the, there's a pretty big disparity still between between um, uh, between the the UCAS capabilities in in in, uh, in Teams than there is in Skype for Business Server. And so that that's a it's going to be a hybrid story for a while. Yeah, that's a gap. But that, but they have the resources to fill that gap. I mean, if Microsoft wants to own the uh, the the work you know the workers, and then they can. I mean, they have the they have the money and the and the and the and the people to do so. So it's um it's always interesting their move. You know, a shift in their in their what they're thinking or in how they approach the market can drastically affect everyone else downstream. So I'm always I'm always keen on what Microsoft is doing. Yeah, and and you know Microsoft's not the only big player, right? You know, and, and it, you know I was thinking about that today. Almost everybody here is you know being touched by Microsoft in one way or another. But then I was having the same feeling when I was at the Google conference a few months ago. You know, everybody was somehow touched by whatever Google does, and um, and, and so there's there's definitely some some major players in the sector that seem, that doesn't seem to have have uh, have hurt. Uh, a lot of other players, though, it seems to no, be a pretty vibrant system. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think there there is a lot of movement. Google is interesting because they seem to be on and off on their on. They're interested in it. They're not interested. I'm sp- I'm speaking specifically of the UC space, but you know they they seem like sometimes they they're really interested, and sometimes they're not. And it's in. I know they're you know they've got a lot of stuff going on. That's an understatement, but. You know, it's they're another one that we that we always look out for, and then you've got yeah. Amazon, which is sort of out there doing, God knows what, and and you kind of just wait and see, I guess, with them. I mean, I know they're in the contact center space, you know, minimally, but and they and obviously the Alexa device does some call. You can sort of like call from from Alexa to Alexa, and you can call from Alexa to a phone. But you know, from a business standpoint, it doesn't seem like Amazon has made a move one way or another into the uh, into the office space and. Uh, so you know those are you know we're always keeping our eye on those folks. Yep. So one of the things, That's Dave, cool. that that you know, being around this space as much as you are, and being the uh, protagonist that, that you are <laughs> as well, what 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 are the what are the things that you know recent innovations that have really kind of inspired you and. And then the so other way, what are some of the stuff? things that you've Although seen you that everyone and, and everyone shrugged and rolled your eyes? <laughs> everyone yeah. thinks it's great, and you're and you're yeah. and you've got to take the other way. That's what I'm more interested in. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's always interesting how uh, how well the the I think I think one of the biggest things about our industry is that it 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 is concurrently moving very quickly and moving very slowly at the exact same time. And I don't know how many decades now, at least one, uh, people have been predicting the, the death of the, of the telephone, for example. Uh, and, you know, here, here at night, I just saw, you know, five new kinds of desktop phones. Look at that. Uh, I, I remember actually with Gerd Deep back in uh, Enterprise Connect, but maybe, maybe it must have been almost 10 years ago where he said kind of the, the, end, of the de- end of the desk phone um, in one of his keynotes. But... Um, and so, so the industry is moving, you know, concurrently, very quickly and very slowly at the same time. And and so, certain things seem to be 
uh, moving very slowly. The, the basic concept of how we how we make and place calls, uh, the, the fact that voice seems to be more effective for certain kinds of conversations and other types of solutions. I think there's a I think there's a perception that voice is dead, but but you know you've 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 never had a um, a voice conversation say, you know, this is getting too complicated. Let's switch back to text. You know, <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's very that, true. That, yeah, that's an interesting way, way to look at uh, it. Yeah, but, but, but you do have the other way around. Right? All the time. And, and, all uh, the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so that, I think there's a perception that voice is dead, but it actually what's happening is there's more options and more capabilities of communicating, but the voice kind of remains pretty steady and pretty consistent. Um, and, 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 and at the same time, uh, everything's becoming voice enabled. You know, I was listening to that um, uh, Amazon keynote. Uh, uh, Warner Vogels, the CTO, gets yeah. on there, and he and he he was pitching he was pitching Alexa basically, but but he basically says you know someday uh, the voice is taking off because it's the most intuitive and natural way to communicate. So the same people that are kind of saying voice is dead are saying this voice enable everything um, because it's so effective and simple. This you know let's put an Alexa on every desktop, let's put a Google Assistant on every desktop, uh, or Cortana on every desktop for that matter. So uh, so. So voice has got this place that it's the most, you know, basic instinctual way of communicating, and um, it doesn't seem to be going away despite all despite all the uh, funeral bills. Well, it just um, yeah, it, <laughs> it just works, though, doesn't it? If I want to call you across the other side of the world, I don't have to think about, you know, networks. I don't have to think about connectivity. I don't have to think about interworking and things like that. I just dial your number, and it yep. just works. And, and, and it's also it survives, right? So even if we did like a video conference, uh, if the voice broke or the voice failed, we would end. We would hang up. Yeah. If the if the video failed, we we continue. We we, we okay. Let's just keep going. Um, it, it's it's uh, this lowest common denominator that just is really powerful. So so how we do voice is changing dramatically, you know. And and that's one of the misnomers of uh, you know the the phone itself hasn't really changed. Uh, that much in in you know fifty years, hundred years from a form factor perspective, but of course it's a completely changed on the inside. Uh, you know, um, my kids have no idea what a busy tone uh, is. <laughs> no, no. And 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 yeah. they're lucky I, and they're lucky to know to know. The other day I was making a call. I was trying to uh, call and get a reservation for this restaurant, yeah. and I kept calling and it kept it was busy. Every time I called, was busy, and I was losing my mind. I was like, "Whose phone is busy?" Like I haven't, yeah. I haven't called and got a busy signal in forever. And I was like, "This restaurant, they need to switch to Star to Star because they're driving me nuts that no one's answering. That like they're busy and you can't like leave a yeah. message or it like rings and yeah, and, uh, and an auto attendant pass, picks up or something. You know, something like that. I, it was just driving me insane." Well, and even checking my side out, you you may have come across some posts about my, you know, I have a, I have an operational operational phone booth on my property, and uh, it's you know people love it. They come and check it out. I, I get people taking pictures of it all the time. But I but, saw uh, that. Uh, but it has a rotary phone in it, and when my when we have the kids over, uh, my cousins or whatever, they come over, um, they don't know how to work it. They have no idea how to make a phone call on a rotary phone. That's um, interesting. Do, do you pick up. Sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah. In, in our... they don't know that they don't know whether to pick up the handset or or to, how do you dial it? They've never seen a rotary <laughs> dial. I mean, yeah. yeah. So in, interesting. In our in our own uh, reception area here, the lobby area, there's a there's a cord board dated back 
to uh, years ago. I can remember working on those as a young lad in in uh, the post office before it was British Telecom in the UK. So I've had that wonderful experience, but also hanging on the wall of my office being the old original phone guy. I've got two, uh, two antique phones there with a ring generator on the side of them as well. So yeah, people people really don't understand this stuff, and they they've never had to experience dial tone. They've never had to experience, you know, what it's like to get a line from from an operator or, or whatever. Um, and many many uh, of the younger generation now are never going to experience what a landline is in the in the home. Why would you? You know, why would you ever need it? So we have a TV. You know, we have a, a package through Spectrum, and we have a phone comes with our package. When the guy came to set it up, he was like, do you want the phone? And I was like, no, I have no interest. And he was like, good, because I didn't even bring one. Most people, <laughs> most people that like, I come out to set it up, they have no interest in the phone. It's cheaper just like, but, yet, but to get like the package deal, it's cheaper to get the phone and like the package. But yeah, I, I don't have, want it, yeah. I, I have no, if you ask me what like my phone number is from my house, I have no, I, we have no, I have no idea. It's right. it's a different concept. And we, when we were growing up, it, you know. Someone wanted to get in touch with you. That was the only number you had. It was your home phone number. It was like a phone connected to the wall, and you couldn't move from it. It was, it's just a different, well, little, different experience. Yeah, the little Rolodex thing by the yeah, by the, the little Rolodex for, thing. For numbers, and yeah. sometimes you'd have a have a little piggy bank thing there to put some money in if you use the phone <laughs> in the house or whatever. You know, it's, it's just a different world. No, it's yeah. it's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask you, Dave, from that you were talking about the Amazon keynote. What did you think of? Uh, their sort of move into the kitchen because I think that is sort of the holy grail for those companies is that they can get appliances and things like that and they can get you sort of wrapped up. I, I, you know, because most of the time you spend at home is either you know in your kitchen or your living room. So to me, with their move into the mic, with, with you know, with the launching their own microwave, I think that there's, I think that they're 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 trying to make that take. And I, you know, I just wanted to know when you're going to buy an Amazon microwave. Well, I, I, I have uh, one one uh, virtual assistant speaker, and uh, I I keep it in my closet. Um, and uh, I don't I don't like the idea of these things listening to everything in the in in the house and certainly in the kitchen when there's lots of conversation. So I keep it in the closet when there's very few conversations. And the one thing that I use it for is you know weather forecast. And yeah. It comes in not, not only not only local weather, but I'm packing a suitcase. What is the weather forecast in, in Orlando? Um, and, uh, and so I find it very useful there, but I, I, I don't think I would have it anywhere else. But what I did find really interesting about these recent Amazon announcements is this, is this concept of echo peripherals. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I haven't really fully gotten used to the echo itself or the smart speakers itself, as I mentioned, I keep it in, this, in the closet. But now the microwave is a, is a peripheral, from my oh, understanding, oh, yeah. and, the, and, the, and the wall clock is a peripheral. It's like, oh, now we're going to have all these peripherals. And, and, uh-huh. and I thought that was kind of interesting. And that's going to get worse and worse. You know, it'll be a ballpoint pin peripheral for your echo. <laughs> you can talk right, talk right into it or something, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But uh, and I think Amazon's, you know, they're, they're trying to make shopping easier. So in the kitchen is where you tend to run out of things. And so that's, I think that's part of that plan. But, yeah, I, I agree. I I I interested to see they had they had, they introduced a device for your for your car as well, so you could sort of have Alexa with you and attached to all your apps. So that that they're you know they're they're aggressive. And I personally I wish one of these voice systems would win out, or I wish 
You, I could have Alexa on my. Um, I could, could replace Siri. <laughs> I guess I'm sort of standardization. Yeah, because it just it's yeah. it's annoying to have you know. I just want one thing to do to open up every. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to have to do this to open up that. This one to do that. Just have one op. Just have one thing going. But that's not going to happen. Anytime I, I, I don't soon. think that'll. I don't think that'll happen necessarily. But I think that it'll, they'll get close enough that it won't matter. That the way you talk to one will will be the same as the way you talk to the other. You know, what is the weather? What is what? Yeah. Maybe the shopping list thing will change, but but the but I think the vocabulary and the tool set will probably more or less even out at, over the next few years. But I, I I think there's a bigger question about whether people really are going to allow this. There's a, I mean, we're we're really uh, uh, I mean there's the, we've been we've been kind of jokingly talking about how privacy's been lost or gone away, but. But you know, the phone, their cell phones know where we are at all times. They know who we're with at all times. Uh, you know, your, your, all your conversations are going to start getting recorded and transcribed, which is you know one of the things we're seeing here at Microsoft. And, and it's, it's just, it's just, at some point, you just want some privacy, and you, you're not going to get that if you have microphones in every room of your house. And yeah, so, very true. I tend to disagree, honestly. Oh, I, I, I like it. it. I think, but I, Graham and I have had this conversation before. But I, I am very, I'm very like. Listen, I, I assume you mean, your, your youngsters talking to. I Alexa assume everything I am saying is being recorded at all times at, the, at this point, and I don't know. I'm just, I'm cool with it. I guess we'll see if that backfires. I'm sure it will, but it's like to well, me, it I'm, makes my I'm, life easier. I'm with Dave though, because I think there, I think there's a kind of a limit and there's a yeah. line, and I think we're in, you know, extreme danger of crossing that line and getting to a point where. Uh, it's just too much, and the, the crazy thing will be when these when these things know about each other. You know, yeah. when Alexa knows about you know what Google Siri or, yeah, or whatever. Cortana. I mean, I haven't, I haven't messed around doing it, but yeah. Uh, yeah it's, what happens is you look at all these pieces of technology kind of individually, and you say, well, this is kind of helpful. Helpful. I could ask the weather from sitting down or I could change the temperature. But then you know you start factoring in all these other things that are happening, and from facial recognition and in you know. All the cameras everywhere in society. Yet you, you you probably have a transponder on your car that you think is just paying your tolls when you go to buy a toll booth, but it's actually probably tracking you everywhere in town. And you know your like I said your your, your cell phone is tracking everything you're doing all the time. And it's it's just get and and, and the laws are getting weaker and weaker, right? You know yeah. we, we, the, uh, the the amount of information your cell phone carrier can sell is is becoming bigger. Google knows everything about you. Facebook knows everything about you. So it just keeps on getting bigger and bigger. And, and it gets you know you, you can't make a purchase without <laughs> you know the credit card company knowing. And so it, you just add the whole thing up together. It's like do I really need microphones in every room of my house? <laughs> now you you bring up you bring up a good point. I I. I agree with you to to that point. I mean, I think there is a there is absolutely a limit, but I, I guess uh, I guess it's just to each their own. But you know, yeah, it's in, it, it is interesting to see when what will the limit be. You know, I feel like we haven't got there yet in terms of you know there there isn't sort of like one product that's sent it overboard. You know, it's like one thing that's been like okay, it's like enough, just like get pushback. But Amazon must be selling a, a lot of Echoes if they keep introducing. I mean, they they got a new product coming out every. Twelve months or so. So I mean, they're they're they're. Well, you bring, bring it back to your space here, and you know, the contact center. Uh, one of our one of our God given rights as a consumer is that is that uh, we get to hang up, right? And yeah. and 
So I, I, I call, you call up some service provider, you call an 800 number, and you ask them a question, and you either get the wrong answer or you have an agent that doesn't know what they're talking about. And so rather than try to argue with them, it's sometimes easier just to hang up. Just to hang up and hit <laughs> redial and yeah. see if you get a better – but that's going away, right? Because yeah. now you hit redial, and they answer the phone, they say the answer is still no. You know, it's, it's yeah, like I was talking they, to you. They know exactly, exactly where you left off. They know who you are. They know why you're calling. You know, and and, and so it's 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 all around us. And they, and and, and, and contact center companies are really pushing that as a feature. And yeah, no, yeah, that's absolutely. You're absolutely correct, Dave. But anyways, we've taken up enough of your time today. We always ask our guests one last question: Do you have any pets at home? What's your situation at home? You have any dogs, cats, birds, giraffes? What do you got? Exotic animals. Well. I, I guess uh, it, uh, we have a lot of animals at home, but uh, the ones that get the most attention are the chickens. And, ooh, ooh um, that's a new one for us. Yeah, it's a new one, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, people ask me why I have a phone booth and it's to make phone calls. People ask me why I have chickens and it's to get eggs. It's pretty obvious. I don't know why people ask. But, but it, they, they, that's where eggs come from, and, and, uh, and they, make, they make good eggs. And, but the, but they're, they're very entertaining animals, and, and we, let, we let them walk around the yard, and, and if we leave the doors open, which is kind of common, they seem to work their way in the house sometimes. But, but awesome. uh, very, very friendly, very sociable. Do you, do they, is it true that they lay, like they'll give an egg a day, like one egg per day? Is that true? Those days are over. That's that was when they were healthy. Maybe, maybe I should feed them or something. I don't know. But <laughs> but uh, uh, we have we have three chickens at this point, and and I think we get about in the summer, well, maybe on average, you know, one point eight or something. You know, if I were to, but you know, sometimes one, sometimes two. Uh, very rarely do we have a three egg day, but it happens. Wow. Do you do these chickens have names? Are they part of the family, or do they sort of, of a rotating crop of chickens? How do you get How do you get them to obey if you don't If you don't have names? Yeah. <laughs> if you and, don't lay an egg now, Gertrude. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe they. Maybe and, and, and they and they like to be pet. You know, when they're walking around and you walk, they'll, they'll come up to you and they'll kind of squat so you can pet them, and uh, they they always have things to say. They're pretty pretty pet. <laughs> That's a new one, Graham. First, first time, first time we got a chicken. Make a note of that. I'm looking at our producer now. We'll have to, we'll have to make sure when we broadcast this, we put a note out there. We're <laughs> learning about chickens. So. What do you feed a chicken? Do you, can you give it anything you want? Or you got to give it like chicken feed. I, I, well, you give them chicken feed for the for the laying properties, but uh, they're they're great garbage disposals. We, you know, we we have a compost bin. They'll eat almost anything in that compost bin. So. Uh, they love seeds, anything with seeds in it. And, and my wife goes through bell peppers pretty regularly, so they uh, always get all those all those seeds and anything. But uh, no, they, they'll eat pretty much. They'll even eat. They'll even eat meat. They'll eat. Uh, wow. My friends tell me that they eat chicken meat, which is feels kind of cruel. So I haven't, oh, no. I haven't done that. But that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. Can you give it like chocolate? Because you know you can't give like a dog chocolate because it'll kill it. Can you give it like a? Can you give it like a little chocolate like bunny? A treat. <laughs> You, you know, you know uh, that that's that's one of those uh, hypothetical experiments that will never happen in my home. Um, <laughs> well, right, if Dave. you do feed it chocolate, please let us know. We'll we'll be we'll be standing by. But thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, really we really appreciate your time. Appreciate you taking the time out to uh, to talk to us and to uh, also be straight and honest. And yeah. uh, we like that in people. So uh, straight shooter, respected straight shooter. on both sides. Perfect. <laughs> so keep keep up the good work, guys. All right, All right talk thank soon, you Dave. so much. Bye, Bye for now. This episode is sponsored by VTech. When you choose Star to Star and VTech for your communication needs, you get more than just a phone system. You're building a relationship with two telecommunications market leaders. No matter what your communication needs, VTech offers a comprehensive and diverse portfolio of desktop, 
mobility and conference devices that scale from small offices to enterprise level corporations. Peace of mind is important to you and that's why VTech supports your business and start a star with North America based support professionals that truly understand your market to give you the support you need. To learn more about partnering with start a star and VTech, visit startastar.com and vtechphones.com. So David, that was great. Yeah, that I was really good. Enjoyed that with uh, first time we got a chicken. You know, I missed a joke, you an know, unbelievable joke. You, you missed a, you missed a segue there yeah. in, into the most amazing joke about if you feed the egg, it, the a egg. chocolate to a chicken. Does it come out the as a Cadbury? Cadbury's, egg? yeah, Cadbury's cream eggs. Mm, awesome. Yeah. Totally missed. it. Should have made that joke. I would have seen. Should have, would have, could have. I hope that people don't like think that I'm dumb because I missed it. Or that you're torturing chickens by feeding them <laughs> things like. I'm always like interested chocolate. about animals and like what they can and can't eat. Like I never thought a chicken would eat but meat. It, but it's really interesting. Well, yeah, that was an interesting one. But yeah. also, you know, leave the doors open. They just kind yeah. of wander in. He must you, live out. We didn't you, get into his like pet, actual. You pet them in, but he's got yeah. a phone booth and and, and animals yeah. roaming. So I'm guessing well, he's got some land. I would think out so. In Boulder. Yeah, talking about like, like a small holding or something like that. Maybe <laughs> you know. Well, I don't know what that means. A small Picture, holding. Well, like a, like a bit of area of land where you've got animals grazing and yeah, roaming around. We call it a farm. Well, it doesn't have to be a farm, does it? it can I be mean, kind I'm of not saying between. it's like a technical farm, like he's got like crops growing, but I mean, he's got like uh, farmland. Maybe he's got all these phone booths around. But it's like a, <laughs> That's what he's like got a growing. Phone booth farm. He's yeah. growing whole phone with, booths with chickens living in them. <laughs> yes, you could use the phone booth to double as a chicken coop. That'd be cool. Now we're talking. Maybe yeah. we could. Maybe you could design sell something. that. Find all the old phone booths, collect them, turn them into chicken booths. You know, people would. Go nuts for that kind of thing. Re re. That's the kind of story that would show up on Mashable in a second. <laughs> what are look at these phone booths? They're being repurposed as chicken coops. Well, years ago, the old uh, phone bo- phone booths that we used to have in the in the post office, those red phone booths, were repurposed as showers, and uh, they became hot hot property. I've been shipped. You're over talking here. about like the red ones. In, yeah, remember in, the red in, ones in, uh, in the Great Britain area? The Great Britain, <laughs> Grand Britain. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them got shipped over here, and people stuck them in different places, put them in there. If anybody gardens, sees one of those then, things, you know, people will go nuts. They love that kind of thing. Yeah. I would, I'd take a picture of that right now if I had one. Well, I can, uh, I can, you know, I can attest to the fact that I've worked in the, on those things. Uh, like many, the, many times. Your office ago. was in one of those. Um, no, oh, no. Some of them are not in good shape inside. I can uh, tell you. I'll leave uh, it. I'll leave it there, and I'll leave the visual with yes, you right there. Let's, so. uh, you know. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll skip that joke. We'll move right. <laughs> That's not a joke we want to make. <laughs> no, but so, Dave yeah. is uh, he's yeah. an awesome guy, knowledgeable guy. He spends a lot of time at different uh, yeah conference events, and uh, I, I, as we said, not afraid to to speak his mind, which is nice because you get a really sort of unbiased view on on things. And mm-hmm. uh, that was great, great being able to talk to him. So always, always good to talk to someone who is uh, a real industry analyst, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we got people out there that might be pretending. Pretending, not Dave. <laughs> not Dave. <laughs> not Dave. And you didn't even get his name in there, right? I so, know. Yeah, I screwed I that up. Kind could of you, Could you, you not bring that up you. again? Well, I just thought you know we're we're, we're interviewing this guy called I, Dave. This mis- I mysterious up. Dave. Okay, I'm, it's the first time I've messed up in thirty mystery, something episodes. Mystery Dave. It's the first mistake I've made. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think our uh, sound engineer's got uh, a whole library full of uh, of material on you of mistakes you've made in the past. So be you know, careful. surprisingly, we are pretty much one take on everything. 
Uh, one take wonders. Yeah. yeah, we don't we don't do a lot of takes. No, we, well, we haven't got the, we I haven't got the money to, to other podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the time for that. We got to keep moving. I listen to a lot of other podcasts, and I th- always think to myself, I'd like he's to, all edited. And, I'd and like to see how much ed- not you know not the ones like serial because those are like clearly like lots of different interviews and it's very edited. But just like live unscripted podcasts, I wonder how much of it is edited compared to ours. Yeah, very synthesized. Like, yeah, like, uh, like oh, oof, don't know, you know I think. I think you can. Uh, I don't think we've ever had a situation where we've had to uh, to go back and cut stuff and what have you. We you had know. to re-interview someone, remember? Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. When somebody forgot to press the big red button, but mm-hmm. then you know that, that happens, doesn't it? You know, you got to technology doesn't always See, work. See, that's as not you the kind of mistake that I would make. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we've, <laughs> we've heard you make a few verbal mistakes. <laughs> we've, He's made we've, up for it. We've ble- we've, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely yeah, true. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely true. So. All right. Alrighty. That's it. Yeah, that's for today. It. We're done for today. For this, whatever this We're is. We're done for today. The lights are going out in a minute. Anyway, we need to put another uh, quarter in the meter to light the lights on. <laughs> All right, well, for Heads in the Cloud, I'm David Portnowitz. And I'm Graham Potter. Thanks so much. Thanks.